Hey, I'm Sarah. And I'm Kelsey. We spend about 80% of our time talking about Disney. And the other 20% of the time waiting for someone else to bring it up so we can talk about it more. So we started a podcast where we can talk all things Disney all the time. Welcome to the Happy Travel Podcast. Welcome back to Happy Travel Podcast. Um, I'm Sarah. I'm Kelsey. And this is our 11th episode. We are excited to be kicking off April um, with just some exciting things that are coming to Walt Disney World in 2023. We're actually going to forego a game this time at, I mean, <laughs> At my request, but we have a lot to share and we're really excited um, to share kind of just what is exciting that's coming to Walt Disney World. Um, Kelsey and I and um, our other sister and two of Kelsey's friends are headed off to Walt Disney World next week um, for Kelsey's 30th birthday celebration. So there's some new things that we're excited to see while we're there. Um, and then we'll tell you some other things that are coming in 2023. Uh, so just kind of starting off, you know, we go to Disney World often. We talk about that a lot, like at least once a year, if not more. And yeah, we know we're kind of crazy, but also things are constantly changing. I think that's one thing um, that Walt is was kind of known for and the Walt Disney Company is kind of known for is um, that they just, they know how to change things up to stay relevant and to keep people like us engaged in coming to the parks. Um, so there's always something new coming, always something changing and always something to be looking forward to. Um, the first kind of the biggest thing that you'll see that's changing in 2023 is the 50th celebration is ending. So um, this started in October 2021, and it was deemed the world's most magical celebration. It was the 50th celebration of Walt Disney World, um, and it lasted for 18 months. So if you've been in the last 18 months, you've seen the iridescent decor, you've seen the characters' outfits. Um, they had special, like they were like purpley and iridescent um, outfits. There's been some unique entertainment pertaining to the 50th celebration. But it officially ended March 31st. So we are now done with the 50th. Um, I saw somebody post a picture online um, that even like the big circle icon that was on the castle that said 50 is gone off of the castle. So um, we've enjoyed the last 18 months. We've been a couple times during that time to enjoy that celebration, but it's officially over. And we are heading into the 100th celebration of the Walt Disney company. So the 50th was the celebration of Walt Disney World, the parks, and the 100th is the celebration of the start of the Walt Disney Company, which would have been in 1923, 100 years ago. Um, so this is already kicked off at Disneyland, but it is um, soon to be kicking off um, at Walt Disney World. So Epcot is going to serve as the official host of the 100th anniversary celebration, um, celebrating 100 years of wonder. One of the things that you will see different is going to be the nighttime entertainment at um, Epcot. So Harmonious has, well, it will, I guess, I, no, it already has. I'm like, wait, what's today's date? Harmonious has ended. That is Epcot's nighttime celebration um, that's been there. And Epcot Forever is serving as the interim show until Disney um, prepares the new spectacular that's going to be coming in honor of the 100th anniversary. So if you're heading there, you'll see um, Epcot Forever 
whatever for right now until the new celebration comes out. So Disney um, is their their kind of official wording for this nighttime show is that it's going to reflect the commonality in all of us. Um, the show is going to invite everyone to gather around World Showcase Lagoon for a show that will unite us through commonalities of the heart in a dazzling display of fireworks, lasers, music, and light. Featuring an original composition along with select songs from the Disney songbook, this new spectacular will remind us that we're more alike than different, connecting our hearts together as one, which I love that because I feel like that is just something that Disney does. It brings everybody from all different walks of life together to love Disney. And if you've ever witnessed a Disney entertainment nighttime spectacular, you know that they go above and beyond. Um, it's not just fireworks. It's not your 4th of July fireworks. It is a show. There's music, there's fireworks, there's lights, there's, um, you know, overlays on the castle. There are lots of things. So no doubt this is going to be amazing. And I'm excited to see that come. Um, in addition to that, you'll be able to meet Mickey and Minnie in their new platinum attire. We would expect nothing less for the 100th celebration. And there will be platinum um, statues that are coming to Epcot's World Celebration area, um, and that should be complete around the end of 2023. And then, of course, there will be snacks and, I'm sure, lots of other surprises throughout the year um, that we'll see for the 100th celebration. I know I have seen some people posting the new um, resort reusable mugs for the 100th celebration that are now out at Walt Disney World. So I'm excited. Next week when we go, I'm definitely going to snag one of those because – Lord knows I need another Disney refillable mug in my cabinets. My husband's going to make me throw one away. We've already, we've already kind of limited those down and I've only kept really the special ones. Like I've got a Halloween one. I've got a Christmas one. I've got a regular one. So I'm going to bring home that hundred celebration. And you know what? He might complain, but he also might drink his coffee out of it. So whatever. <laughs> so, um, that's, that's our first is the 50th ending and the 100th celebration starting. The next thing kind of goes with that, um, with the 50th ending that also is ending the nighttime um, entertainment that was at Magic Kingdom and happily ever after is returning. This is a standout item in itself. This is nothing to do with any of the celebrations. If you know anyone who is a diehard Disney fan, you know that we are so excited about happily ever after coming back. Um, the song, the happily ever after song. And I, now I should know the name of it. Is it happily ever after? I think it is. It is because it's like reach out and find your happily ever after. Um. Anyway, so the song, we listen to the song in our car all the time. We have a joke with a family friends of ours that like to go. Um. He says the dad, the husband of that family says he cries when he listens to it. It's just that like it evokes that emotion. We love happily ever after. So um, it is returning. It actually, I think it it returned as you're listening to this, it would have already started back. Um, it's going to be every night at magic kingdom. We haven't seen happily ever after since October of 2021. So this is super duper exciting to come back and Kelsey, I'm going to force you to make it all the way through on our magic kingdom night so that we can watch. Oh, no, the <laughs> we have to, we can't go and not watch happily. ever. After. I'm going to need a nap then because we're going to have a really good dinner. And then I'm going to be like, Oh, I could, go to sleep right now grab yourself a churro and grab a seat because we're watching oh, that's all i need oh yeah a couple churros to get me i'm through. so excited for that we really do listen to the song in our car like all the time because we just <laughs> love it so much <laughs> of course you do okay so that is pretty much like the sum of what is ending and what is starting um so now we're gonna go into 
some of the specific rides and attractions and entertainment that will be coming um, this year and next year, really. Um, so the first is Tron, which I feel like right now everybody has been talking about. And there have been so many people in the Facebook groups we're in just like arguing. It was good. It was bad. I fit. I didn't fit. I liked it. I didn't like it. It was not long enough. It was too fast. Like so many people have so many opinions. And I'm like, it hasn't even opened yet. Um, so like I can only imagine once it's like actually open to everybody. So when you're listening to this, it will have already opened yesterday, Tuesday, April 4th. Um, we're recording it on Monday, though. So for us, technically, it hasn't opened yet. There's already been a soft opening, though, and so many people have gotten to write it. I mean, like cast members, annual pass holders, um, I think D23, like club members. Soft opening that started like maybe a week or so ago, like anybody who's there right now can open it. So yeah. people have been able like, yeah, I mean, it's like open, but it's not open, I guess, whatever. Right. So like in the beginning, I mean, I feel like it started in like beginning of February when they were letting like certain groups of people ride it. And then that's when like all this info was coming out. And then like people were making YouTube videos and all of that of like their experience. And then now that the soft opening has happened, it's like everybody's getting the chance to go and ride it. Um, so we're super jealous, obviously, but we are so excited to go and ride it next week. I'm stoked for this ride. Um, like I said, a lot of people have had lots of opinions, so we will make sure that we let you know our opinions because, of course, that's why we're here. Um, so just a couple like reminders about it. Um, you do have to be 48 inches tall to ride, so keep that in mind with your kids. But as we've spoken about before, just because they are 48 inches does not mean that they have to go on it. So like, no, you know your kids – you, you got to pay attention to whether or not you think they would actually like it. Um, but this is already a very popular ride at Disney Shanghai. So it's not like this is a brand new concept to Disney fans. Lots of people have already ridden it at Disney Shanghai. Lots of people have already ridden it in Florida because they have had so many people going on it. Um, so with Tron, you are going to have the virtual queue and the individual lightning lane, just like lots of other rides that we've talked about before. If you want to know more about that, I'm not going to go into specifics right now. We do have a Genie Plus episode that will explain all of that. And I think when we recorded that, we weren't officially sure what Tron was going to be. Um, but now that we know, so we have the virtual queue and the individual lightning lane, you can go back and listen to that episode. And now you'll understand what those words mean. And we'll walk you through exactly what that means for Tron. Um, it is known for being fast. It is a thrill ride. So like I said, some people have complained that it's too fast, that it's not long enough. I think it's like 90 seconds, um, which to me sounds like a short amount of time. But I feel like when you're on a really fast ride, like, it could go fast or it could feel like it goes on forever. I don't know. Um, and then the seat, we've talked about this as well. Um, I don't remember what episode we talked about this in. Now I can't remember. But we did talk about the seat um, and kind of like what it what it fits like, what it looks like. It's kind of like a motorcycle bike. Um, so you sit on it just like a motorcycle looking thing. And then the handlebars in front of you, you pull them towards you. And as you do that, there's going to be a bar that comes from behind your legs and goes over your calf and then rests right behind your knees. Um, and so some people have had to kind of like maneuver their body because like if they have really big calves or something, um, they have had to like maneuver their body so that when they pull that when that bar pulls over their leg, like some people it's getting stuck on their calf and it won't go over it and rest behind their knee, which means that you can't ride the ride because you're not doing it safely. But lots of people have had tips and tricks of like how to actually sit in it correctly and like move your legs so that 
the bar is able to go over your calf. I know it sounds complicated and I'm sure when you get there, you're just like, seriously, why does it have to be so hard? But they do have a test seat that you can try out before you get in the line. So you don't, you know, like when you're getting on the line, it's like, sit down, pull the handlebars, you're good to go. Like, let's ride the ride. You don't have to do all of that in those five seconds. You can try it out beforehand. But if you cannot get it to work for whatever reason, or maybe you're with somebody who is unable to sit in that kind of seat, or they just don't want to, they don't feel comfortable riding in that kind of seat, then they do have an accessible seat in the very back. And it's just like a regular roller coaster car that you would find at many other roller coasters that they have. Um, I think, I i don't know if it's just a lap bar or if it's a bar that goes over. I don't know if I've looked that far into it. I don't know. Um, I think it's probably, my guess is a lap bar, but I'm not sure. I think so. I don't know. Um, another thing is they do have lockers. I don't think any other ride there has lockers. Now that I think of it, no. Like this is a brand new concept yeah, for a lot of people. For Magic Kingdom or for Disney World. Yeah, like at yeah. Universal, if you've ever been, they have a locker on right. everything. But yeah, this is the first really at Disney that has one. Yeah, and I think that's just because the way that you sit, like even if you had like a backpack, like it could fling off of you. Stuff could come out of it. Like you're literally just like kind of suspended in midair as you go through. Um, so that's just really to keep your stuff safe. And with that, some people are like, oh, I can keep on my hat or my sunglasses. No, you can't. Don't even keep a phone in your pocket. Literally just take nothing with you because so many people have already lost stuff, I'm sure. Um, and Sarah's husband knows that you can lose a phone on a ride even if it's not going very fast. So <laughs> yeah, make even sure if you're it's, careful. It's a nice, smooth ride. <laughs> you can and will lose your stuff. Okay, I exactly. just looked it up and it is a lap bar, a pull-down lap bar in that, okay. the okay. ride car at the back. So Yeah, so if you're – you know, whatever reason, you don't have to give them a specific reason. You can just say, I want to go in this one. It's going to be a longer wait because that is going to be, you know, if there's 10 cars, nine cars are the the motorcycle seat. And then there's one car that is like the accessible chair. So it's obviously going to be a longer wait because you're only going to get one round of people each time that the, the ride goes. Um, and that has been a problem, but I think they are, they're trying to like make that go faster and be more efficient um so hopefully i think it's it is get like a separate line too you know like <clears throat> i'm thinking of like hulk at universal if you want to ride in the front it's like a separate yeah. line like when you get up there you say i want to ride in the front and you go to a, a different line i think um is expedition everest kind of like that maybe not maybe i'm thinking of something else that's just but i know rider hulk is maybe i thought that i think though that there's like a if you say you want to ride in the in the in a specific in oh, the back maybe the, in the back maybe I don't know I don't remember I, don't remember. I feel like there's another sideline I know for sure Hulk at Universal is like that if you because we we like to ride in the front and so if you say you want to ride in the front they kind of direct you to this other little short line where like those people are waiting for the front so from what I've heard that's that's what in my mind I picture that Tron is like if you want those or need the the car in the back yeah yeah it's nice that they have that option I know a lot of people were upset that it was just like one car um, because it is not a very accessible, friendly ride to begin yeah. with. So it's like, yeah. obviously you should have known that it was going to need some way for people to be, yeah. able, be able to access it. Um, <clears throat> so I'm hoping that they get that figured out to where like, it's not a super long line and it's not, you know, cause already if you are needing to ride in that kind of ride, whether you're in a wheelchair or it's just kind of difficult for you to stand around anyway, like you're not going to want to wait three times as long as everybody yeah. else. 
So that's yeah. not like, that's, you know, the opposite of the point of being accessible. Yeah. Um, but with that, I mean, you could try if, if that's something that would be bothersome to you, you could try using the, um, accessibility pass with Disney. Um, and that's something that you can do beforehand. I don't think we've ever really talked about this, um, so but that is something that you can do, do beforehand. Well, we plan on doing one, um, especially after we go in December or maybe before we go. Um, my sister-in-law is going to try to do it with my nephew. Um, and then she can kind of give us like some tips and pointers and her opinion on like how it worked. Um, but with that, you could either do it before you go or you can do it the day you get there and talk to guest services. Um, they make it really easy. So um, that is an option as well. If you're like, I need that accessible seat, but I don't want to wait in line three times longer than everybody else, then, um, you know, that could be an option. So. So in terms of rides, this one, we're kind of sneaking in, even though it doesn't necessarily qualify because it did not open in 2023, but it's worth talking about. Um, so, And that is Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind at Epcot. Um, so it opened actually in 2022. I, don't, I didn't even look up officially when, but it opened in 2022. Um, but it is absolutely amazing. Um, it's one of my honestly my top favorite roller coasters and a lot of people I think still haven't ridden it so if you haven't been in a year or so you've not ridden guardians yet so it's a good reason to go with all these other things and then you add that on top of new things at Disney um it's a great reason to go so guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind and I will throw this in so I know Kelsey said that Tron is 90 seconds so I looked it up and um, for comparison, Rock and Roller Coaster is a minute and 22 seconds. So not much longer, only 30 something seconds longer. Um, but then That's like, shorter. Oh, <laughs> I can't do math. I'm sorry. I was thinking 90 and then 122. Cut that out. Okay. So, so Rock and Roller Coaster is actually eight seconds shorter. I'm keeping all of this in. <laughs> it's shorter. I was totally thinking like 90 and 122, but a minute is 60. Okay. So, so Rock and Roller Coaster is actually eight seconds shorter. So if you think about that, that ride is totally worth riding. Tron's going to be a little longer. That makes me excited. But yeah, in good. comparing that to others, I've always talked about Big Thunder Mountain is just one of the perks of that is it's such a long ride. It's three minutes. So it oh, is wow. twice as long as these other ones. Um, so throwing that all in there, Guardians of that, the Galaxy, Guardian, yes, Guardians, and now I'm getting all of my words mixed up. Guardians because you've never the seen galaxy. the movie, so you're not an actual fan. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is three minutes and 20 seconds long. And so maybe what? that's why I'm so obsessed with it. I don't know, but it's so long. So it's like, it just never ends. Like the amazingness continues and continues the whole time. What about Rise of the Resistance? That one's probably really long. I don't know. Um, but so Guardians of the Galaxy. 18 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to read you what Disney ha says about it on their website because I don't even know how to explain it without giving it away. And I don't know how to make you understand how amazing it is um, because you just can't. I can't put it into words. But Disney says this family thrill attraction features the first ever reverse launch on a Disney coaster and is one of the largest fully enclosed coasters in the world. A new innovation from Walt Disney Imagineering this coaster rotates 360 degrees so you can focus on the action. Um, I think that's a great summary of it, but it's just still, it just doesn't even like communicate how amazing it is. So 
If for no other reason you go to Walt Disney World this year, let it be Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Um, this ride is just like Tron. It's virtual queue and individual lightning lane. So Heather and I, our sister Heather and I rode this in August when we went um, for the little girl's birthdays. And we actually did both because we just thought, why not? And then after doing both, it's like, no, you have to do both because the minute you get off of it, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I want to ride that again. So uh, my recommendation is to do that individual lightning lane first in the morning at 7 a.m. You can do this even if you're park hopping and Epcot is not your first park or your park reservation. You can still get an individual lightning lane for Guardians of the Galaxy if you have a park hopper ticket. Um, It's just going to prompt you to get a time after 2 p.m. because you can't park hop until 2 p.m. Now, you can also get a virtual queue at 7 a.m. I've heard those are really hard to get. I make the individual lightning lane my priority, so I don't know about getting that virtual queue at 7. But you can also try to get one at 1 p.m., but you must be in the park. Um, We had luck with this when we went in August. Of course, the crowds were super-duper low, but I don't think we entered the park until 6, and we were able to join the virtual queue when we entered the park. So we went – I think we rode – it first using our individual lighting lane. And then we like went around the world and rode the other rides we wanted to ride. And then it was time for a virtual queue. We came back and ended the night with it as well. Um, But I would definitely recommend, I mean, if you pay for nothing else while you're there in terms of Genie Plus and individual lightning lane, do it for Guardians of the Galaxy. Like it, you're going to want to do it. It's amazing. And then also if you can make it happen, join that virtual queue as well. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, the, the um, height requirement is just 42 inches, not, even that, like, would Mila be tall enough for that? Um, right now, no. She was thirty-eight when we went when she turned three. Okay, so she's close. I mean, she might I be mean, tall enough when we only, go in December. Kids only grow like an inch or two each year. So, <laughs> well, shoot, it sounds close. Well, I mean, but I mean, I would say a five-year-old for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So really, she's like, a tall is- three-year-old though. Yeah. This is a, I mean, I would say it's, it's a family friendly ride. Like kids are going to be able to ride it sooner than those 48 inch rides. Um, It is a thrill ride. It is dark, uh, but it is not scary. Like it's not a scary theme. Um, And it's really honestly just the best roller coaster that you will ever ride. And I'm, I mean, I will say, and I'm going to say it ties with Velocicoaster because Velocicoaster (laughs) is amazing, but that's a totally different park. Um, But it's, yeah, the best Disney roller coaster that you'll ever ride. Sarah wrote that in our show notes that we are reading as we're going through these best co- roller coaster you've ever ridden. Yeah. <laughs> she so. made sure she wrote that down so she didn't forget to say <laughs> so it. that I could, I know I told Kelsey when we were like talk, cause we always like have our notes and we're like, okay, I'll say this part. You talk about this part. And I was like, I'll talk about guardians because all you can really say is how much you wish you could write it. <laughs> you Dang. It. Okay. Like but that's what? all going to change next week. 11 days. Are- individual lightning lane we're virtual queue and i would not be surprised if we decide to hop back to epcot one day just to ride it again because it's that incredible i'm so let's do it heck yeah okay so the next two things that i'm going to talk about are uh more kid friendly um i guess you could say so they are um related to Encanto and moana which are two movies that my daughter absolutely loves We saw Encanto in theaters last year when it came out. Um, I think it was January of 2022. So she was like two and a half. We'd just gone to Disney World. We'd seen Encanto at home a bajillion times because it had already come out on Disney+. And so we were like, oh, this is great. We'll take her to the movie theater. It'll be the same movie she's seen a jillion times, but it's on the big screen. She will love it, of course, right? No. She... (laughs) 
She did not like sitting still. So she actually threw a really big tantrum and my husband had to take her outside and they had to like walk around the movie theater outside. And she missed We Don't Talk About Bruno, which was like her favorite song at the time. So since then, she has gotten a little more mature. She's seen some movies in the theaters um, and she still loves Encanto. She is she has like a dress. She's got um all of the songs memorized she loves watching the movie we sing the songs at home all the time so it's very exciting that when we go in december um she will be able to meet mirabelle because this fall um she will mirabelle will be at the fairy tale garden at magic kingdom and the fairy tale garden will be transformed and it's going to have decor that's like inspired by um Encanto. I just forgot the name of the movie. Um, so if you don't know where the fairy tale garden is, it's across from Cosmic Rays, which uh, if you listen to one of our previous episodes, I said was uh, my choice for quick service at um, Magic Kingdom. Um, and so it's kind of located like diagonally behind the castle. Um, and so she's going to be over there. Um, and you'll be able to meet her. I definitely think that's going to be a line that we wait in to meet her because she's probably one of the characters that my daughter would like most love to meet. Um, the princesses are great, but I feel like Mirabelle has like that personality um, that makes it like really fun for like a young kid who's kind of like nervous to meet their, you know, hero right in front of them. So I'm super excited to meet her and like learn her personality as we like do meet and greets because I remember going to um, Animal Kingdom and meeting Pocahontas. And that's honestly one of the best meet and greets I've ever done because everything she said was so Pocahontas related. And we just like thought it was the coolest thing ever. Like we were like, even like just sitting here talking to us, she is Pocahontas. Like how, how is she just like, so, I don't know, just like, the personality is just so great. Like we were like talking about how hot it is and like there were fans everywhere. And she was like, the colors of the wind are so kind to me. We were like, how did you just pull that out of your pocket right there? Like I would have said like, yeah, the breeze is great. I love it. But she's just like so Pocahontas all the time. So I'm excited to, to meet Mirabelle because I feel like she's really quirky and funny. And like just her personality is just so, I don't know, just like different than like typical princesses that you think about. Just throwing in there too, um, if you've never been to Walt Disney World and you're listening to us because you're thinking of planning your first trip, I think that's something to point out. It's like the meet and greets with the characters are so amazing because of that, because of what Kelsey just said. They stay completely themed. Everything you say, their response is something that is just so perfectly in line with their character. Like they do not break character. They do not... I feel like they don't recognize like the the modern things. They don't recognize things around them in terms of like the parks and such. Like they are perfectly in character with everything. I mean, I know I've never watched a Star Wars movie, but I can appreciate a great themed land. Uh, but Kylo Ren is my most absolute favorite meet and greet character. And I, I don't even, I mean, my son is the dark side like Staten loves the villains and he's definitely on the dark side so Kylo Ren was top of his list but um that meet and greet is one I and at this point we don't really do a lot of meet and greets anymore because the boys are older we've done most of them um we might have to do Mirabelle because they like Encanto but um but Kylo Ren is one that I'm like if we have time it's like hey yeah let's go meet Kylo Ren because it's just so much fun like to meet them but all of the characters are like that and are just so amazing so um even though in terms of some of the other things that we talk about a character meet and greet might be small it's not like it's gonna be so amazing and if your kids love the characters like you have to do it Kylo Ren is so scary because he's actually so tall 
So like, tall. At least six two, like just massive. You don't see his face because he's got his mask on. And he just like stands there and like says scary things to you. And you're just like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Like you you want to join his side because you're so intimidated that you're just like, he's going to kill me right here. And Well, that – yeah. He's just – it's so cool. And then too, now that Galaxy's Edge is open and the characters will like be walking around, I think yes. like my second favorite is the Stormtroopers. Like if you encounter yes. Stormtroopers, they're just walking around like literally like they're patrolling the space. Like it's real. And they'll talk to you and they'll like – I remember that one of the first times Galaxy's Edge wasn't open yet, but the Stormtroopers would still come around in Hollywood Studios. And I think we were like taking a picture and they said something about like no pictures at this time, man. Or, you know, yes. like some, like they said something. I don't even remember what it was, but it was so funny. And they're just like, so just so, so good. So good. I saw a video the other day of um, this woman who was like, yeah, we're about to do our gender reveal um, when we go over and talk to like the other princesses or something. I don't remember who specifically she said, but she was talking to the um stepsisters from Cinderella. Now I can't remember their names. Drizella and uh, I, I feel bad I don't remember the other one's name. <laughs> and they flipped out on her. And they were like, why do you get to go over to do the princess? Why can't you do it with us? Why don't we get to do it? And so then the the video like cuts to the next part of the video and she let them do the gender reveal <laughs> because they got so <laughs> mad about it. She was like, you know, I don't know. You guys are my favorite. That's why I came to you first. They were like, right, there's a reason you came to us. And so they were going to oh do balloons, gosh. but I guess they ended up like each girl had um, like a Mickey like plush toy and the other one had a mini plush toy. And so they looked at it and the people closed their eyes and the lady had her hands out. And so they put like Mickey or Minnie in their hands. And so oh, then they cute. opened their eyes to see it was Minnie. It's a girl. And then they like freaked out. They were like screaming. They were so excited for this girl <laughs> that they like that she was going to have a girl because they were like, well, if she's a girl, then what did they say? Something about her like being friends with them or something and they were like and then if she's a boy maybe one of us can like or if it's a boy maybe one of us can like marry him one day you know and the girl was like yeah yeah totally yeah, absolutely do you remember at I mean like speaking of them 1900 Park Fair is one of our favorite yes. dining experiences it's not currently open it has not returned um since the pandemic but do you remember meeting like the the stepmother is there and the stepsisters and oh my gosh, they are so funny. Didn't I feel like the stepmother, maybe it wasn't with y'all. Maybe it was another time that we went and there was like a kid that was like crying or something. And she was like, oh my God, like, so like annoyed <laughs> by a kid crying. And like the stepsisters like came up and were talking to the boys and were like, so who owns the most land? Like trying to like <laughs> act like they were trying to pick one, you know, to marry. And like, just, it was so funny. There's just, I mean, every character is like that. Every character yeah. interaction is just so cool cool yeah speaking of character interaction so the next one i'm talking about is moana i'm really excited for her because i feel like she is very closely related to related to pocahontas in the sense of like they're very much one with nature so i feel like everything she's going to talk about is going to be like water or nature related um and i think that's going to be super cool so you can meet her at animal kingdom starting april 22nd that's super soon um i'm very excited for that i'm sad we're missing her but we're going to see her in december and honestly i wouldn't be able to meet her without my daughter anyway so like it's fine <laughs> there's also going to be an attraction at epcot opening it's going to be called journey of water and it's opening later this year um they always say like late 2023 or like fall 2023. I don't know when this is opening, but like it's guaranteed to be open by the time we go because we're going in like the end of December. So like there's no way it's not going to be open. Um, but this is an interactive trail at Epcot and there's already been so many pictures of um, 
oh my gosh, Tafiti. Um, so she is, well, no, not Tafiti, right? Tafiti is when she's happy, right? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, Tafiti is like the happy island, the green like, yeah. island. When she's angry, she's Teka. I, th I don't remember. Now I feel bad. Anyway, so like you can already see people have po posted pictures and videos of like the mass. I mean, like the Tafiti looks like she's as big as like the ball at Epcot. Oh, um, wow. So I'm going to pull this from the Disney website as well. This is their um, explanation of it. Stroll along a self-guided outdoor trail where you can play and interact with water as it travels from the sky to the oceans and back again. Along the way, learn about the importance of water and discover its playful personality, just as Moana did on her heroic voyage. Journey of Water, inspired by Moana, is scheduled to open within World Nature, the Epcot neighborhood dedicated to understanding and preserving the beauty and balance of the natural world. So it's going to be very much like nature-related, which I love that Epcot does that. Um, they have like lots of other attractions and like rides that you can go to there um that will help you like learn about animals and well animal kingdom is really more animals but like um underwater um like they have uh, nemo and friends they have living with the land stuff like that so they're very good about like incorporating um like nature and like educational things as well i follow so many um like influencers that live near Disney that like homeschool their kids and we'll just like oh we're gonna go to Epcot today and learn about the water cycle and it's like cool you can go and like actually learn about the water cycle at Disney World like it's oh. not just you know and so that is a great thing for parents to know as well like when you go it's not just like all these big rides that your kids can't ride it's so many fun things whether it's a boat ride or like a, an actual roller coaster, or it's just like a walking trail or something like that, where you can just like walk through and see animals and see like nature and get like, you know, like information about stuff. So it's not just like a theme park. It's so much more than that. You know, it's well, an experience. And I think all of that, plus all of these new things that are coming is making Epcot more and more unskippable. I feel like when people are planning and they're like, no, I think we just want to do three parks. I don't think we want to go to Epcot. There's nothing there, right? And I'm like, oh my God, what? What do you mean there's nothing there? There's like, it's becoming like, I would say it ranks right up there with the others. It used to be, not going to lie, before Remy, um, really before Remy and before Guardians, I, it was like, do I really want to go for Test Track, Soren, and Frozen? I don't know. Like the food's really good, but I don't know. But now with those open, I mean, you can make a full day doing all of the rides. Plus, like you mentioned, like Nemo is really cool to go and do. There's some other, um, there's that, what the one video one that we were going to do, I think it like closed or something when we were in line and we met like Mickey or something when we all went. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I've never actually done that one, but there's just so remember. much to do now. And with all with Guardians there, with Moana, the the stuff you were talked about coming. I mean, there's just so much. Like you can't really skip Epcot anymore. It's not worth skipping. Your kids would absolutely love it. So you should definitely always consider going. Um, and just to throw in there, Moana is a really big deal. Currently, the only places that you could meet Moana um would be the Christmas party. She was at the Christmas party in the past, which is um 
lower crowds, but oh my gosh, the line to meet her from what everybody said was insane. Like you'd use your whole party time waiting in line to see her. And then also at Alani, um, in Disney, in Disney, (laughs) in Hawaii, um, at the Alani Disney resort in Hawaii, you could meet Moana as well. So we did get to see her when we were there. She like walks around, but, um, this is huge. Her coming to like be a regular at the parks is something that has been a long time coming and super appreciated. So that's definitely exciting. There's just so much. It's just so exciting. I know. Especially for, I feel like, all ages, you know, like you have the younger crowd who likes Encanto and Moana, and then you have like the older preteen crowd that would enjoy Tron and Guardians of the Galaxy. Like it's, there's something for everybody. It's not just, I mean, we always say this, but like, it's not just for little (laughs) kids. It's not just for kids in general. Like there are things that everybody can enjoy all the time. Yeah, there's so much. It's so exciting. And I mean, there's, no better time to visit Walt Disney World than now for all of these reasons, plus all of the classic reasons. Um, You know, I think people are always like, we're going to wait till this. We're going to wait till that. Just don't wait. There's no wait. Things are always changing. Yes, new things are always coming. But, um, you know, there's just so much to go for and to see and so much exciting stuff going on. So it's definitely worth going now. And Kelsey and I would love to help you plan your trip. There's some good offers out right now too, room discounts um, and some other things. So it's a definitely a great time to go. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow us on Facebook at Happy Travel Podcast and Instagram at Happy Travel Pod. We share new episodes every Wednesday. Reach out with questions or feedback at hello at happytravelpod.com and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been the Happy Travel Podcast with Sarah and Kelsey. 